Ladies and gentlemen, all rise. Court is back in session. Welcome to another exciting episode of The Devil's Due. I am your host, Carl Duty. With me, as always, is a man who lives in a pineapple under the sea, Mr. Drew Celestino. Man, I, I missed out on the whole SpongeBob phenomenon. So did I. I, I lived through it, but I don't. I did not partake in it, and I think I'm a little too old to have partaken in it. So yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, it's lost both. on me a little bit. But the the theme song, it's catchy. Gets, uh, sure, gets stuck in your head. I guess so. Sure. Sure. I mean, there's a Broadway musical of it now, so. Of of course there is. Of course there is. Ah, How's it going, sir? Hi. Here we are, folks, back again after um, an unplanned week off, but, you know, life life uh, uh, finds a way. It does. And we are happy to announce that we are christening first the Cobra Island 3.0 Studios. It's, I mean, it's. It's still... It's very bare. It's under construction There's, still. And, yeah. under, and, and, and a little threadbare, but... It's, it's a soft open. It's a soft this opening. This is a soft opening. Our yes. menu's not ready yet. No, no. Just serving drinks for now. Yeah. Street Fighter's <laughs> not working. No, not quite. Um, Our ski balls have been stolen. Yeah. You only get uh, one, <laughs> one, one, life, life on one life for 50 cents on turtles. Oh, robbery. Oh, my Lord. Hey, but here we are. Going on? How's it going, sir? It's been a, it's been a hot minute. Since is, we did the show? It has. Um, how have your weeks been? Uh, bu- busy? Yeah, busy. As busy. they're like to be with a baby. Well, yeah, there is that to contend with. Um, just a lot of stuff going on. Uh, if I'm trying to remember, uh, two weeks ago, we, we opted out for some reason. You had family that had a chance to meet Grant. That's right. That's yeah. correct. Well, that was... Was that... Wait. And no, no I that was last week. What, what that was week? last week. What about the week prior? We did, recorded. We, did we? Yeah. Okay, wow. All right. So yeah, we had uh, we had family that wanted to meet little Grant man, and uh, that was cool. Any t- any chance we get to like show him off is always a good time. Um, he still got the new new car smell and stuff, so it's, it's fun. <laughs> uh, but after that, um, I went to the Life of Agony concert at uh, Buffalo Ironworks as well. That was about later in the evening after the yes. gathering. Uh, that was excellent. They killed Sun. Uh, they're a band that's been through a lot of turmoil uh, over the last 20 years. Uh, I mean, they've been active, inactive. Um, like, their singer uh, transitioned to a female. And it's just been like... Still the same singer? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and she's awesome. Like, she's... And arguably, like, she's she, she was better now than, like, the last time I saw them 10, 15 years ago, maybe. So, yeah, it's just... It's killer. Um they they put so much energy into their performance. Like their like I, their albums are great, especially their first few. Um, but like that's a band that's like Exhibit A of the live show is what sells the band. Yeah. Um, the records are, are good, but watching watching them perform is a whole nother level. Like mm. they, they they put on a performance like few bands do. What I mean by that is like you know it's Ironworks. It's not you know it's not like pyro and screens and crap. Yeah. I just mean throwing down hard, and they 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 threw down hard, and it was it was awesome. We uh, we chatted up Joey Z, the guitar player, um, after the show, and a funny Joey funny Joey Z story. So the last time uh, Jason, my my uh, best friend, and I saw Joey Z, 
It was in New Jersey at the Prudential Center. Uh, this we're going back to two thousand and eight or two thousand nine now. Yes, January oh nine. Back to back nights at Prudential Center to see Metallica, and we saw Joey Z in line at Will Call to pick up his yeah. tickets, and we were like, "Is is that Joey Z?" And we were and so because you know we're fanboys, so we're like. Hey, Joey. And he's like, yeah. And he was all excited like that someone recognized us. <laughs> and uh, he chatted us up. And that was a decade ago. And I, as soon as I walked up to him to say hello at this time, he was just like, man, you look familiar. And I was just like, yeah, dude. So like a decade ago, we saw you at the, the Metallica. He's like, yeah. Metallica concert. I was like, you're nuts. <laughs> Metallica concert How do you guy. remember that? So he told us some funny stories. He's friends with Kirk Hammett, and they like go fishing together and stuff with their in- with their in laws. And it's like, what? What are you talking about? Are you hanging out with Kirk on the weekends? What? <laughs> so that was awesome. It was a really, uh, just a awesome show. Well, I mean, a really, really awesome show. I was pleasantly blown away by how good it was, and it was just a good night out. And um, that aside, it's been kind of a. Uh, you know, uh, gatherings uh, with family, cooking dinner, using getting good use out of the kitchen. We've had uh, we had a game night. Um, we played Tiny Epic know, Western. Tiny Epic Western, yes, yes, it's a good game. Yeah, I once, really really enjoy that. Once game. again, once uh, the mechanics get understood, like <laughs> towards the end of the game, it's like, yeah, it's a good game. There's a lot going on in that game. There is, but there's not. You know, like. Yeah. It, it once I understood the um, the card system, yeah, how to beat the dealer and what you were, you know, what yeah. you, what you're playing for, clicked and yeah, that's that's a solid game right there. I, I really enjoy the Tiny Epic series. They get a lot of game in those little boxes. Yeah, although this one is fairly, there's a lot of stuff in this one. Yeah, it's um like you put it out on the table and it looks like a full box. Yeah, game. right, right, right. But so, tiny, tiny little box. Tiny little box. So I mean, that's that's. I think that was all we played that night. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it, you know, it, it went on a little a little yeah. long, and uh, I think we had some sort of a late start for some reason. But in any case, we had dinner first. We did. Thai. Thai. Your your Thai uh, oh, palate is expanding. I, I introduced you to Onitama. Ah, yes, the uh, rotational chess game of yes. Onitama. That was pretty cool. I, I like that game a lot. That's very neat. Um, it, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's chess, but your movements keep rotating. Yes, it's, it's chess, but like the pieces specifically don't have movements assigned to them. You select five movements to be used throughout the game, and they rotate between the two players. Each player has two movements they can do in front of them, and then there's one movement in reserve. When you perform a movement, you swap out the movement you performed with the one in reserve. And it's much more condensed chess. And the game we played was very difficult because there was no forward movements. No. Yeah. That that was the first time I played that. We could only ever move diagonally. It was weird because, like, I thought I was, you know, it's a cool game, but I was looking at it like, man, this is all it is. It's just kind of weird. So then after we finished, you know, I looked into the, the cards that weren't drawn. Yeah. So you, draw, you draw what, five? Yeah, you draw yeah. five. So I looked into the other ones. I'm like, oh, my God. This yeah. game is way deeper than what we ended up with. We, we kind of drew a, a, a rough we hand. Had a weird, we had a very weird draw. Yeah. In any case, yeah, cool stuff. So that was, that was good. Um, other than that, uh, the weekend kind of went by. Um, I'm trying to think of anything of major significance happened. Jay, oh, yeah, Jay, uh, Jay Gelsomino and I and our friend Steve, we watched um, – 
New Japan uh, Fighting Spirit Unleashed, I think it's called. It was their uh, okay. second event at the uh, well, the, the 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 place where it all happened, the uh, Walter Pyramid in Long Beach, California. This is their third U.S. show. Nice. Um, third, yeah, third. And uh, this time it wasn't nearly as cool because we weren't there. <laughs> but Jay and I reminisced. That's science. But uh, the card was great. Um, it, you know, it, it was kind of a glorified house show card. So on paper, people were a little like suspect of how good the show was going to be. Yeah. The show ended up being great. Like every match, totally delivered. And um, you know, New Japan just keeps. Yeah. They, New they, Japan. Their content is just they, they keep putting out great stuff. Their talent is so good, and they bring thunder. And man, don't sleep on New Japan people because it is just getting better. And. Uh, I'm all for this expansion. I'm all for this global take on and, the world. And apparently you are a trainer for wrestlers in Japan. <laughs> did I tell you about that? I did you tell did. you about that. You did tell me about that. I swear to God, man, no less than three times since I've gotten my New Japan pro wrestling hoodie. Yeah. My zip-up hoodie. And, you know, it's it's a cool. I, I love it. It's, yeah. This is New Japan 1972. Getting in blah, blah, that hoodie weather. Yeah, right. This is the third time that I've gone somewhere in public and someone has looked at it and looked at me and they're like, do you wrestle for New Japan? <laughs> and I got to go. Like, uh, no. The, 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 this was a new one, too. Like, do you train wrestlers in Japan? <laughs> I got to just start leaning into it. Yeah, yes. Like, yes. Yes, I do. Like, I mean, fake it till you make it, right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> My body would not hold up very well if yeah. I were a wrestler at this point. So, um, yeah, that that's going to that's gonna do her. Um, I, I could... That that was that was that was the week, weeks. Cool. Yeah. Cool. How about you? What's going on? Um, lots of Nintendo Switch. Ooh. Mostly all the online stuff. The mm. the Nest streaming library. You playing? Are you playing against anybody? You, you do no, some no, competitive just, play? No, just doing. Just, playing? just doing my thing. Lots of pro wrestling. Lots of <laughs> Gradius. Uh, some Super Mario Bros. Three. Got to uh, play some games I never got to play before, like Balloon Fight. And I'm like, hey, this is just kind of like a joust. It's joust with yeah. balloons. Yeah. yeah. Um, played the uh, the Nintendo Soccer. That one I never, I never played. played before. Okay. It's it's as agonizingly slow as Nintendo Baseball is. And you're just like, Sounds run like blast, faster. Man. Sounds fun. Um, <laughs> ice hockey. Tell me about your ice hockey. Ice team. hockey, dude. <laughs> I am not good at that game at all. So what you're saying is you're, you may have overstated your ice hockey game. I never said I was good at it. Okay. I just said, like, this would be my recommended team. Gotcha. Uh, but, yeah, God, that game is great. I find, though, in my in my later years, I, I speed the game up. I, I think the speed level goes up to five. I usually would play on a two or three. Now i got to play on a four. Mm-hmm. Or else it's just like too slow. Um, trying to think what else. Did you play the Mega Man 11 demo? Oh, yeah. I've been played okay. that a lot. Never got to the end boss. No, nope, me it's neither. It, hard. It's hard, dude. And I guess that the, game's the full out game's today. out now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's going to be a while before I get to that one. <sighs> it's tough. Because there's still got to finish Octopath Traveler, oh. which this Nintendo online service has been a major barrier to. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's Spider-Man. 
Sure is. You know, I was disappointed to hear something about Spider-Man, actually. What's that? Uh, I guess the further uh, uptown you get in Manhattan, the less accurate the city actually becomes. And um, the Manhattan in the game stops midway through Harlem. So my friend's neighborhood, for instance, in Washington Heights, I was, yeah. all, I was all excited. Like, I wonder, if, I wonder if his building is in the game and I can... Yeah, yeah it's not in the game. Uh, so sucks. I'm not going to lie. That's almost... A, I, I kind of don't want to buy it anymore just because I know I'm not going to see my friend's building. <laughs> it's so stupid, but like it, that, it kind of aggravated me. <laughs> that is really stupid. I'm not going to lie to you. Sorry, man. Um, it's a selfish so, reason. There's been a lot of that. I There was something I forgot to mention to you because this kind of connects to another thing. <laughs> Friend of the show, Nate Lockhart. Yes. Been on a couple times. We've been on his show. Hashtag the, the memory machine. The memory machine. Um, his, we've discussed, I know on both shows at one point or another, his wife, Kate, mm-hmm. who is an amazing woman. She's my, she's my superhero because of the work she does uh, uh, trying to save people's homes from foreclosure and whatnot. Mm. Uh, Kate is a wonderful, wonderful person, but... Oh, dear Lord, does she scare easily. She scares so easily. Like, literally, think back to, like, Scooby-Doo cartoons and, like, Shaggy and Scooby. Okay. Like, she was. she's not that brave when it comes to things like, you know, films and, and you know, TV shows and whatnot. And yeah. She scares. So, like, we... I showed her... I had her and Nate over to my house once for Big Trouble in Little China, and she she said she had nightmares from that for a little while afterwards. Wow. Big Trouble in Little China is not. No. Yeah. So we uh, we met up a couple weeks back at Pulp 716 for some coffee, and we're just talking and whatnot, and the subject of, I think it was like a couple movies that Nate, we were, we were talking, it was something along the lines of like movies that kind of predicted where we are now. Idiocracy. <clears throat> and I was like, I was like, dude, Time Cop and RoboCop. RoboCop for, for sure. And obviously Kate has never seen these films. And somehow <laughs> it came, it came about that Kate and I struck a deal. Go on. We made a bet. Okay. That I have to watch... Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia 2. Okay. Godspeed. And then Kate has to watch the original RoboCop. So? And if Kate... We haven't done it yet. Oh. Because Mamma Mia 2 isn't out on disc yet. Um, If Kate doesn't complete RoboCop, I think she owes me like 50 or 100 bucks. Like something like that. Wow, you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got, we got, we got. There is money on the table. Oh, yes. Wow. Oh, yes. Wow, so, wow. Okay. So that, that is going to happen in the foreseeable future. Herbal yeah, Cop's like, a great movie. So. It really is. But like. But. There's. Dude, I, it's so hard to describe. Well, what's like, going to, what, what's scary about RoboCop? Let's see. Everything. I mean, from from Kate's perspective, everything. Is she afraid of graphic violence? Yes. Okay. Yeah. This is this might, this might be bad for her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh God. I tried to squeeze. Make sure it's a director's cut, please. I, the I, Criterion yeah. version. I have oh yeah. Oh, DVD. it's gonna be. It's okay, gonna be. Just checking. I, I tried to squeeze Predator in there as well. Yes. Since I was getting to. Oh. Um, but oh, I, by the way, I I didn't see it, but I you know 
I didn't want to, and I read the spoilers for it. What, are, what is this Predators movie? This new Predator movie? What what are they doing here? Listen, man, we've got Predator. To a lesser extent, we've got Predator Two. Any, anything we, after that is is gravy. I don't know if it's gravy like more got, so. It's like I got my mashed potatoes right here and my gravy. Why are you dumping all this pineapple juice on it? <laughs> no one wants that. Get that out of here. <laughs> um. So yeah, that that's gonna happen at some point. That soon. Sounds fun. Um, if she if she makes it through, man, you might have to give her like part two of the Verhoeven trilogy and and make her watch Total Recall. <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> I I don't want to think about what I'd have to watch uh, for that. I like I don't have I. I well, think, hang on. I think hang she on. has wait like. Minute. Wait a minute. You are a confessed lover of musicals, so you have to watch Mamma Mia. Sh- oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> a lopsided bet, man. <laughs> I think I think she thinks she pulled a fast one on me. Little did she know, which she really didn't. I might not love Mama Mia or the sequel, but I'm like I don't have the stereotypical disdain for musicals that a lot of guys have. Right. I mean, dude, I've been listening to the Greatest Showman soundtrack on Spotify and fans like it. I think William's gonna be a circus ringmaster for Halloween. Just because that's going to look adorable. Mm. Um, yeah. All right. So, yeah, we'll All see right. how that goes. So, cool. anyway, hey. that leads to um, this past Thursday. Oh, we're not done. No, we're not done. That Keep was, going. Just, that Keep was going. just the beginning. All right. That leads to this past Thursday. Uh, Nate and I went to see the glory that is the 1986 Transformers animated film. Oh, nice. Big screen? At big screen. Yeah. Regal Cinemas, the the Fathom event. Yeah. Um, little disappointed in the picture and sound quality. Now, do you think I believe a- I believe the print could use, the overall film could very much use a legit restoration. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's such we- a... Who's going to pay for that? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, then again, we're um, going to have, well, yeah, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about So, and watching that is just fantastic. Seeing like, there were obviously, you know, people my age there and whatnot, but then, you know, some parents have brought their kids. And I was like, that's so awesome. They could see what real Transformers look like now. Did, are they bored? No, they're Okay. Dude, oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were gonna be like they get to see what the real Transformers are. Like, Dad, this movie stinks. I'm gonna leave. You know what? That leads me to my point is that I, you don't realize it. Like maybe you do to an extent, but it doesn't get driven home until you see it in the theater. Yeah. And like I saw it in theater when it first came out, and this is my first time seeing it in theater since then. Um, I think it's played at North Park a couple times, but that film once it starts. Does not stop. I heard something. It does not. Yeah, I, I slow down to catch its breath. As soon as the Decepticons board the shuttle in the beginning, film just goes. I heard uh, somewhere. I don't know where I heard this. Some podcast or some some YouTube video I watched. They said that that movie literally there is music playing throughout the entire film. There are no silent scenes whatsoever. I would have to go back and do a rewatch again, which I'm never opposed to doing because I love that movie. Um, it's very possible. That's crazy. It's it? just the pace of the film. Just they really went all in on on that movie. By and the it's way. Like, like when you when you think about it, that film came out towards the around the end of the second season of the show, right? 
So we're talking 80, 85. The film came out in 86. The right, end of the right, second right, season right. of the show is probably 85. And then the film opens up with in the year 2005. Yeah, and so everybody like, had a big chuckle. There's this huge time jump. Yeah. It's, it's from a, where the show left off to where the movie picks up. Yeah, it's very strange. And just like, I'm like, can someone do the lost year or something? Exactly. <laughs> can I get a comic series of that? I, I would be shocked if it hasn't been done. Yeah. Um, do you know that IDW went back and finished the original Marvel? Transformers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, I mean, got, they, they've I, had great success with the GI Joe continuation. Yeah, I got the, the original. I got so. the the trades of that. So it was called Transformers Regeneration One, mm. and they picked up from where the Marvel series left off. They had the original writer and artist, and they finished out the story they were intending to tell. Cool. Um. So yeah, it was it was great fun. Lot lot of good times had with that. Uh, yeah, God, that movie just it doesn't stop just goes and goes and zero to 60 and iron hides corpse and <laughs> so many corpses did any of those kids starring. cry and optimus dying you know what no because they didn't i'm pretty sure they know that he gets better yeah. right yeah he's died. he's died multiple multiple times um so that i uh, had i had gaming friday saturday and sunday night Friday night was our game night. Then Saturday and Sunday night, um, I had games with my friend Adam. Uh, Saturday night, that we was Saturday night. We yeah, did, we did Friday. That's yeah, Saturday. okay. Saturday night, I we played uh, Rise of Augustus, which is a very fun game. Um, I have played that game. It's a good game. It's it's like a it's almost like, it's almost like a bingo kind of kind of. And then we played Islebound. Uh, my copy of Islebound, which is the first time I've played that game in a long time. And uh, just revitalized my love for that game. <laughs> Such a great game. Um, I, I, I would really like you guys to give that game another go. Because I feel the, the the mechanics of the game were more, are not going to be as complicated given the games we've played since. Maybe. When we'll you see. played that game. We'll see. Um. And then Sunday, uh, this past weekend was Adam's birthday. Happy birthday, Adam. Uh, so I got Adam a, a gift card to Dragon Snack Games, and he got a game called Dead Men Tell No Tales. And it's a co-op game where you're all boarding a pirate ship that's on fire. It's a haunted pirate ship. It's on fire, and you got to try and get the treasure and get off the ship before the ship explodes. Hmm. That game was a lot of fun. Okay. And I might pick up my own copy if I can find it somewhere cheap enough. Um, so that was really enjoyable. Cool. So that's all my stuff. Um, there was a bunch of bike riding in there. Did another Buffalo slow roll. Good for you. That was a good time. Um, ended up in the, um, uh, what is it? The, the market, the, the name's escaping me at the moment where you get all the pierogies, the market. Broadway market? Yes. Broadway market. <laughs> Thank you. You're so welcome. That was a lot of good food to be had there. Good. So that was our week's Go during li- Easter. Well, yeah. Dear listeners, if you would like to tell us about your weeks, if you would like to shoot us any questions or send us some comments to the show, you can do so at the following locations. You can go to Twitter and follow us at Devil's Do Pod. You can go to Facebook.com slash Devil's Do Pod. Give our page a like. 
You can email us at thedevilsdewpod at gmail.com, or you can find all these resources available to you on our website, thedevilsdewpodcast.com. That being said, Drew, we do have some emails uh, from last week. Uh, one email. Bring all the email. I think this may have been misdirected. Uh, it's from uh, Michael Edwards saying, hello, this is Michael. I would like to know if you rent dumpster and accept credit card as payment. I, uh, I will happily take your credit card information, sir. <laughs> <laughs> dumpster, though? Uh, yeah, you're on your own. I mean, we can kind of. I mean, I'm sure we could find some sort of plastic bin to give him. He doesn't. I, I have questions about how we encountered this email, but let's let's move on. I have no idea. Don't reply to it, whatever you do. Oh, no, 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 no. It could be spam. I mean, I gave him your credit card information. Oh, great, so. great. That's why I got that fraud alert. Okay, <laughs> great. All right, so now on to the, the Brothers Grimm of the, the Devil's Do, and not these Brothers Grimm who wrote the fairy tales, but the... Q-list Marvel villains, the Brothers Grimm. Wow. Yeah. That, let, 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 let them slip sit with that for a while. Okay. I mean, they're not Z-list. True. Yeah. Are they above Dr. Bong? To be determined. Okay. To Fair, be enough. Determined. Fair enough. Fair uh, enough. Mr. J. Gelsomino, Mr. Alan Waiters. First, starting with Mr. J., Drew and Carl, what are your thoughts on the Bumblebee trailer? It has G1 Transformers and John Cena. Is this real life? We're going to get in that in the news. We sure are. Drew, Eight. what's the most Yoshi Hashi moment? <laughs> Things are looking good, and then you screw the pooch you ever had. For me personally? Yeah. Oh, God. Um. Oh, wow. I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> um... I, I, I the first thing that comes to mind would be um I guess and it's not it's through no fault of my own really it's just my body gave out on me um we were doing the long cold dark uh was going to do a big well big relative term but we're going to do a multi-band show in Cleveland Ohio with um ourselves Days Beneath from Cleveland, Ohio, and another friend's band from Indiana that made the trip to Cleveland, Ohio, uh, this band Judgment. Um, and, it, you know, we, we all met on an internet forum many years ago. We were all very, you know, good buddies on the forum. So this was a big deal that all of our bands were getting together for a show. So we all met up uh, at Phil's house um, from Days Beneath, and we were jamming all day and hanging out and having a good time all together. And uh, through the course of the day, just from hanging out and talking over each other and laughing and, yeah, you know, just the whole thing, when it was the long, cold, dark's turn to take the stage, we start playing, I go to the microphone, and I realize that I have completely blown up my voice before I even started the show, just from hmm. the day that was. So uh, I spent the whole day, or the whole set, and rather than, you know, having a singing voice of any kind, I basically had to, I had to just gut scream almost every every song um i i had to power through in a very different way <laughs> and uh it it was a huge personal disappointment to me so Alrighty. not as bad as yoshihashi just gonna <laughs> put that out there yoshihashi uh yoshihashi himself badly so look you can google that kids carl what would be more tragic thanos finger snap eliminates half 
of your comic collection. The Human Torch wants to play X-Wing and incinerated your fleet. Or Jaws of Revenge is remade by Michael Bay. Ooh. Uh, yeah, Jaws of Revenge. <laughs> I mean, then again, could it be worse than it was? You bite your tongue, sir. That that movie is, <laughs> is cinema gold. Oh, it's something, all right. It's magic. Uh-huh. They harpoon a shark in the neck with a boat. And it roars at some point. Well, it roared in the first one. Did so. it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. But okay, moving on. Yeah. But so. did it sound like a lion in the first one? Listen, have you ever been around a gray white shark? Uh, no. Then you don't know if they roar like a lion. Oh, oh, okay. I've watched a lot of Shark Week in my day, and I think they would have... Yeah, but Shark Week's not about education anymore. It's about sensation. At one point, though, it was. It so. was. Did Shark Week ever say they do not roar like a lion? Did they say that specifically? Probably. At some point. Well, unless you hear them. They didn't know. Okay, let's move on. All right. <laughs> now on to Mr. Alan Waiters, Carl and Drew. Which 90s animated series had the best theme song? Ooh, this is good. The Fantastic Four. That's a good one. Iron Man. Don't remember that one. The Incredible Hulk. Also don't remember that one. The Silver Surfer. Also don't remember that one. <laughs> or The Avengers. Uh, P.S. I left out X-Men because it's hands well, yeah, down yeah, the best. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic Four. Is it is X-Men the Yeah. That, I yeah. mean it's good. Yeah. It's good. It, that Fantastic Four one. It you know, it the Fantastic Four one is good in that it you know it it it's you know what's the, you, space you know what's neat about it? It the tone of it matches the Fantastic Four really yeah. nicely. Call the four. Yeah. Fantastic Four. Like, okay, cool. Rebridges is elastic. It's all good. Sue can fade from sight. But but X-Men, though. Johnny is the human torch. Uh, X-Men just has that gravitas. The thing just loves to fight. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. It's... But amongst the ones he named, the only one I remember is the Fantastic Four. So therefore, yeah, it wins um, in a landslide. I remember, <laughs> I remember the Hulk. It was not, it's not great. I don't remember Silver Surfers or Avengers. Do you remember the Silver Surfer animated series? Nate and I have talked about this I a don't. bunch. I don't. I don't. This it, is some Mandela effect thing. I don't, I don't remember that being a thing at all. It, it wasn't a thing. It wasn't out for very long because it took Jack Kirby art and like matted it over. Oh, you're talking like the 3D 60 models. One? Oh, whoa. No, I'm wait. talking about the 90s one. Whoa. No, I don't remember that one at oh, all. Oh, dude, you should look it up. It oh, was wow. very ambitious. I mean, back in the 60s, what, they, what Marvel did when they put their shows out. Yeah, they, they just like They did took comic kinda, cells and just yeah, made just, their mouths move. Yeah. <laughs> it was cheap as hell. Yeah. No, this was like, <laughs> like think of like the early 90s computer animated series, like reboot, things oh, like that. yeah, yeah, So take yeah. that. And then Such just texture. like map, map Jack Kirby art over that. I mean, it's not the worst idea I've ever heard. No, I'm sure if they tried to do it today, it'd be like the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. But wow. back then, it, they reached for the stars. Yeah, but and, they could only afford, you know, yeah, lower atmosphere. Yeah. Okay. I mean, one of the promos for the show famously is Hank Hill trying to sell Silver Surfer uh, some some propane to power his board. You need to <laughs> look on your face. What? You need to YouTube some of this stuff, man. I, you just broke my brain. But, I don't know what you just said. <laughs> Mr. Surfer, you ever think it's propane for that board? This this, this is a, a thing? This is legitimate. I am not making this up. 
We'll look it up after the show. Wow. The crossover yeah. I never wanted. <laughs> Knew and I wanted. And wish I didn't know about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Going, going on. Uh, Carl, which person would you love to work for and hate to work for from the Spider-Man universe? J. Jonah Jameson, Kirk Connors, Wilson Fisk, Dr. Octavius, Adrian Toomes, or Tombstone? Um, you know, I would... I obviously I'd love to work for Jameson just to be would like, you know? he just, he would just berate you all day. Yeah. But you know what? There, he's kind of, he does it in the way where it's like, it's funny. Okay. You just, you almost kind of want to screw up so he can yell at you. To be fair. He also has the least chance of killing you. Yes. The, yes. the others might, might. Um, I, I think then I got to go Kirk Connors. Okay. Cause I'd probably have to be around snakes and I hate snakes. Okay. Indy. Well, you know, dashing good looks, fear of snakes. Things we have in common. Can't land. All right. Uh, yeah, can't. My, if my Top Gun record in the Nintendo game <laughs> is to be believed. You and everyone else true. on the planet. Dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Drew. Hey. Sticking with the 90s, which Marvel character had the best cameo in a Marvel cartoon? Ooh. There were some good ones. Um, mostly I remember like Spider-Man being much more cameo heavy than yeah. X-Men was. Sp- X-Men got, X-Men really didn't have many. They didn't have a ton. Um, just because they like, if, if anything, Spider-Man did secret. Wars you know, what's amazing. The, the X-Men animated series almost like set us up for a world where the X-Men movies don't touch the Marvel universe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm true. saying? Um, it's got to be the Spider-Man show, and it would have to yeah. be any episode where the Punisher or Daredevil appeared in it. Like that, Those were good ones. That, that's, that's incredible to me that that could Blade, happen. Blade was good Blade in that. Blade showed up. Yeah, that was, yeah. man. Um, yeah, Secret Wars. They did Secret Wars. <laughs> it's got to be one of those. It just has to be. Uh, so, yeah. Cool. Guys, thanks again. Oh, hang on. Real quick, just back to What's the up? theme song thing. Yeah. You know what song stunk? Even though the show itself was incredible, what uh, uh, Avengers: Earth's Mightiest Heroes, the new the 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 one that came out prior to the movie? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember because I remember it was like, pop punk metal garbage, and it was really bad. It was cheesy to the it it just did not. Fit. It was a pop song essentially. It it, it just to, just off just that. just awful. But the show mm. was. Excellent. That and show was up there with was, Batman the Animated Series. It was. And then they canceled it because they wanted yeah. to rein it in and make it more like the movie. And the yeah. show stinks. Yep. What it a what a tragedy. What a tragedy. Very unfortunate. Anyway. Anyway. All right. So, folks, um, as we are a bit long in the tooth already. Uh, <laughs> Get ready. Yeah. This is going to be a news-only episode because we've got two weeks of news to catch up on. Lots of stuff. Um, geez, where to start? Uh, where to we'll, start? We'll go back. Do you want to start most show relevant or just kind of build to that? Um, might as well lead with it. Yep. All right, folks. Daredevil season three is happening October. I believe it's 19th. Yep. Comes out. Yes, sir. And oh boy, the, the teasers. We still haven't even gotten like a full trailer. Yet. Things are uh, happening. All they've given us are little teasers here and there. Like character vignettes almost. Yeah. And, oh, folks. <laughs> folks, it's... 
I listen. I feel bad because clearly Jessica Jones is not going to get. You know, Jessica Jones season two is not going to get the full treatment. It's well, gonna, it, we'll finish it. We're gonna we're gonna finish it. It's gonna take. We're gonna have to double up episodes. Whether it's gonna be their double up episode or we just do one big episode, knocking the whole thing out at once. Yeah, um, it's gonna get done, but it's not gonna get like the the pure. That's okay. Devils do treatment because, folks, the shows the Devils do it was it was founded on the basis of the Daredevil show. We want to deliver timely critique and analysis of yeah. Daredevil Season 3, so I think our plan is going to be to finish out Jessica Jones Season 3 as quickly as possible, as close to the release of Daredevil as we can, so that when we can bring you, we can start our Daredevil Season 3 coverage as as soon as it premieres. Yeah. So, yeah, that's 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 the plan. Oh, boy, Drew. Yeah. All the things. Yeah. All the, we, let's just... Matt, Matt's... Matt's Matt is is turning to the dark side. Yeah, it's a bit. I need to, you know, which makes was, me kind of like the things he's saying in the in the, in the show. Um, it's like, dude, you, Frank told you all this in season two, <laughs> and you wanted to play all high and mighty. My which, how things have turned. <laughs> wonder if Frank's gonna. Uh, like, I've heard that they're not crossing over anything in this season. Of really? Daredevil. Yeah, it's it's strictly Daredevil. Huh. I Which, mean, you know, it makes I mean, sense. Kind of hope that's not the case. Depends on the story they want to tell. Well, we're getting Fisk back. Oh, are we ever? And he's in white. Okay, it, it's awesome. Not going to lie. White. It's great. I I feel like they could have chosen a, a less shiny fabric. It looked a little it looked a little I, costume again, I shopish. Think it's because they're just shooting them against a white background. So I, I, you have yeah, to have some but they could have they looked a little chintzy, but that's okay. It's D'Onofrio, and we know it's going to be awesome. And Lisa Snow Ascot. I mean, if you're going to give him a no, going to give no, him a chintzy white no, shiny suit, you no, might as well give him the Ascot no, at this point. No. Oh, come on. No. Let him have it. No. Let him have the ascot. No. Give him the cane with the diamond on it. Oh, that, I'm that, all for that. that's okay, but that's an ascot's fine. a bridge too far. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure. Um, so, yeah, it, this 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 season looks dark. It does. And, and that's saying something for this show. Um, yeah, I definitely need to... Uh, Man, I gotta like. I'm still only one episode into Iron Fist season two. I got two in, and I'm. I, um, I gotta tell you, I'm two in, and I'm. I'm. I, I don't know that I care enough to finish it again. And from what I've heard, like you only really need to watch like the later episodes. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I mean, so I'm thinking I mean, it's I might only just ten skip, episodes. Then I might just skip the eight and see what happens because that's what, what. From what I've been told, no spoilers. I, honestly, no spoilers. Yeah. Uh, nothing happens, and then in the end. It all happens, and it's good. So if I can yeah. go ahead and avoid multi-episodes of the Meachums, yeah. I'm, I'm for that. So we will be putting out a poll on Twitter. What, do you, <laughs> what season would you rather us review, Iron Fist Season 2 or Daredevil Season 3? <laughs> I don't care what the results are. We are not doing Iron <laughs> Fist Season 2. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you right now. <clears throat> so, yeah. And I say that as I've, a staunch fan of ed brubaker uh and matt fractions dared uh, iron fist comic run yes yeah, and that's why i'm so sad that the show is so terrible i've got to uh, acquire 
Do you have um, Born Again in Trade? I do, and I, I think uh, I think I gave away my copy for yeah for our hundredth episode without um without stepping on your toes. I think the the the, the plan might be or should be maybe that we might want to talk touch on that before Daredevil season three starts to maybe give people a little primer of where they might go. That's 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 an idea because they are allegedly basing season three on that to some yeah. degree. I feel bad. We're going to be shortchanging Jessica Jones so badly. <laughs> nah, we're, 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 you know, we'll, we'll be fine. Um, okay, so yeah, that's happening. Daredevil season three finally happening. Um, okay, so a couple weeks ago, we uh, classics is the trend in the video game world, and Sony is jumping on that bandwagon. Ah, they yes. announced the PlayStation Classic. They say it's going to have 20 games built in. They're, they're following the classic model. Yeah. Yep. Smaller version of the original system with pre-programmed games on it. Yep. Yep. Um, 20 games, $100. I think that's actually a fair price um, for a 32-bit platform. Um, I mean, you know, you're getting some games with some meat on the bones. Although, this yep. here's the... Here's, here, if I have any reservations, and I think I'm not alone in saying this, here's the problem. They say 20 games. Yeah. They announce this thing's happening. They give you a price point, and they list five of those games. Yeah. Which leaves 15 of them up in the air. Wouldn't you want to tell us what those are? Which leads me to feel that they didn't tell us because I got a bad feeling it's going to be a very underwhelming lineup of games. Potentially, yes. Because if you had a stacked lineup of, let's just call a few out here, oh, I don't know, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, Metal Gear Solid, etc. Well, Metal Gear Solid was announced. Was it? Yes. Uh, check again. I don't think it was. You, I don't you think check it was. Okay, well, I'm I talking. I believe the ones announced okay. were Metal Gear Solid, Final Fantasy VII, Bridge Racer. <laughs> um, although, I mean... Ridge Racer. You can't. Oh, you can't do. Nut. You can't do a PlayStation Classic without Ridge Racer. Tekken Tag or Tekken Three, I think, was announced yes. for it. Okay, hang on, I'm pulling it up right now. Yep. Oh, sir, how wrong you are! I'm never wrong. I'm just delayed in being right. Interesting. Wow, that's <laughs> that's a that's a Trumpism if I ever heard one. Uh, no, no. If sorry. it was Trumpism, I would have just said I'm never wrong. That, well. That, Touche, sir. Touche. Uh, no, the games announced were uh, Final Fantasy VII, Tekken 3, Ridge Racer Type 4, Jumping Flash, w- and Wild Arms. So Jumping Flash, there's no need for Jumping Flash to be on there. So I say again, yeah. if you had the big guns, you might have wanted to lead with those. Yep. So that, again, gives me the fear that they're going to have a pretty True. lackluster lineup on that bad boy. So, throw out a couple games you want to see on it. I Well, obviously Metal Gear Solid, Castlevania, Symphony of the Night. If those, on, if those are on it, that is a day one purchase for me. Even okay. though I have them on other consoles, I, yeah, yeah. I have my original discs from, and my, and my yep. PlayStation, but in a nice little cool form factor, definite automatic buy. Um, I feel like Twisted Metal has to be represented in some form on that thing. That that franchise was huge. The two is probably the best way to go. So, there, there. you go. Um... I mean, I wouldn't mind some more besides Final Fantasy VII. So, like a deep, a deep pull for me might be Vagrant Story. That was a cool game that Square did. Um, I'd be 
it, it would be silly if one of the Resident Evils wasn't on there in its original incarnation. Yeah. Even though they've remastered them countless times since. But, I mean, classic is classic. And maybe Resident Evil 3, maybe, I, you know, maybe 2. I would say 2 is probably the apex of the series on the first PlayStation. Here's the problem. They're making the 2 remaster right now. So do they want to step on its toes? Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of... There's a lot of reasons why, I, yeah. you know, like you have business reasons why this might not happen to the degree that we want. So you got the, the Resident Evil 2 remaster happening for PlayStation 4, sorry. Yep. And then in the case of Castlevania Symphony of the Night, they're doing the combo uh, reissue with Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood for PlayStation 4 and everything else uh, next this month, this end of this month, that yeah. they're re-releasing those for PlayStation 4. Do you want to release them on the classic and re-release it on PlayStation That's 4? True. Probably not. So I've never again, played Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Oh. I've never played a Castlevania game all the way through. Symphony of the Night. It it, it I, I music, <laughs> graphics. I've heard gameplay, the music. The music is fantastic. The, it is a masterpiece game. It is phenomenal it is that and super metroid are like my they're probably my 1a and 1b favorite games ever i love them to death they are that good they are so good metroidvania is my favorite genre of game and they are the crowning jewel they are the crown jewels of the whole thing so yeah you want to play symphony of the night (laughs) i'm gonna sit you down and play symphony of the night sometimes (laughs) so as far as what i'd like sienna i'm I'm gonna go a little bit deeper cuts by all means. I'm guessing I was much more into PlayStation than you, you probably were. were. Yeah. Um, one of the launch games for PlayStation, which is an all-time favorite of mine, a game called Destruction Derby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a demolition derby game. Man, that takes me back. Oh, my God. Oh, man, it was so much fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was like there was a bowl mode where it was just a big round bowl and yeah. you had to try to survive for as long as you could. Um. The the cars handled great. There was just forward and backwards as far as the controls go. There was some like there was a figure eight track where you crisscross in the middle and you're racing. You're hoping you make it through that middle <laughs> section. It was great. Um, Role playing games, yeah, obviously Final Fantasy seven is that's is, the one. It's legendary. It's hall. It's gold jacket is guaranteed. It's received it by now. Um, there are two that come to mind that I would play before playing Final Fantasy VII again. I'm going to assume Tactics is one of them. No. Oh. That's actually uh, reminds me. Yeah, I'll throw Tactics on there because that game was fantastic. Um, Legend of Dragoon. Oh, okay, okay. uh, Which was a Sony Studios RPG that was just amazing. Loved it. Um, Probably one of the most unique battle systems I've ever seen in a game. Um, And Xenogears. Xenogears. Xenogears was the follow-up, Square's follow-up, of Final Fantasy 7 and Final Fantasy 7 kind of overshadowed it but Xenogears wow. <laughs> man that that game was 70 hours easy uh, final battle took up 45 minutes Dang. Um, it was just it was incredible so great I feel like Parappa the Rappa has to be on there too yeah I could see that I mean, it was a, um, that was a big deal when it came you, out. You know what game I'd love to see on there probably won't be on there? The original Driver. Yeah, 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 Driver yeah. was great. Uh, Gran Turismo 2. See, I you know, again, these are all... You're, you're making a lot of sense to me. I'm just... I question how many of these will yeah. actually be out. Well, I mean, Gran... If it doesn't have... 
a Gran Turismo game on it, that's bad. Because yeah. Sony owns that. Yeah, but the, it could be a car licensing issue that, you know what I mean? It, 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 they, yeah. they had all legit cars in there, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that could be a problem. That was like, that, that could was be the, a big that's problem what made them. Gran Turismo is that it was a pure simulator. See, this is the one like drawback, in my opinion, um, to a lot of the, uh, the one drawback of, of the CD era, basically, and, and forward. Uh, as games got more and more, and the realism era, if you will, yeah. as games have gotten more and more realistic, uh, they've included you know actual CD audio. Yeah, um, they've licensed more and more music. Um, they've licensed more and more uh, cars in this case or yep. whatever. And what you run into is later on, you have a hard time re-releasing these games in their original form because those licenses have expired. Yeah, I could see that. So like in, I think it was one of the Grand Theft Autos, uh, they can't re-release it again because the, half the music that they license for the game, they can't license again to put it out. Yeah. So they have to replace it. And then to me, that's not the original game. You've altered the game. Yeah. That's, I, I don't yeah, like that's that. Valid points. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much... That's cool. Yeah. I dig it. I, I, can I like see, your selection there. I can see one of the uh, Street Fighter Alphas making it on there. Maybe. They're going to throw... Because that was really the only... Si- granted, there was Street Fighter Alpha 2 on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In fight loading times on a cartridge game. Isn't that bananas? Well... Um, but I could definitely see... That was kind of like the only system you could really get those on. Hmm. Uh, I wonder if the load times will be like improved. Probably the, not. I mean, it's not a spin, it's not spinning a disc anymore. It's all internal memory. So wouldn't it just bang, bang? One can hope. We'll see. Um, so yeah. Okay. All right. PlayStation classic coming out, being on the shelves this holiday season. Okay. So, we spoke about Transformers earlier in the show, and my love of the original Generation 1 Transformers. Drew, you know what I don't love? I don't love Michael Bay Transformers. You're not alone. Because... You know who does? China. Yeah. They they're, love it. They're... Love it. They're really bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, are. the story of the first one wasn't horrible, eh. but just the visual design of the Transformers themselves yeah. is just... So terrible. And not to mention the, you know, poor filmmaking. I mean... And writing. I don't need a Transformers film to be Shakespeare. Do you... No, but do you need a Transformers film to have a bumblebee that urinates on someone? Yeah, that's true. And granted, I believe it was the third film that took a plot directly from one of the cartoon episodes. Oh. um, And still managed to screw it up. Fancy Uh, that. Yeah. Up all the way up until the most recent one, where one of the plot is that I guess Earth is Unicron. Sure, um, sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So there, there have been. There have I been, can just make stuff up too. Carl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My house is a Decepticon. There. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Um. I mean, I can't. <laughs> the Decepticons have been clearly at work in our modern world yeah. see reviews for star wars last jedi um so they have there have been diminishing box office returns domestic 
diminishing box office returns for the Transformers for some time. And as the global box office has increased in value over recent years, the domestic box office is still not to be sneezed at. Um, so they decide to do a spinoff film, a Bumblebee spinoff film. Now, I can't stand the way they've elevated Bumblebee in these films to begin with. Okay. And how they've like they've decided to give him a spinoff film. So I was like, I, I don't care. <laughs> and then they announced that it was going to be set in the 80s. And I was like, I don't care. And then they announced that Bumblebee, and it will be his classic Generation 1 vehicle mode, uh, Volkswagen Beetle. And I still didn't care. That that didn't even get you in the door, Didn't huh? even get me in the door. Wow, okay. All right. And then they dropped the trailer on us. How do you feel now? And in the trailer, they show legit <laughs> Generation <laughs> 1 Transformers. Yeah. You see optimus prime red truck mode as optimus prime is supposed to appear you see sound wave sound wave eject he's a, a boom box he ejects ravage <laughs> and ravage looks like ravage yeah and i'm watching this i'm like it's amazing <laughs> michael bay has done so much damage that i'm finally getting what i want and I still don't care. Wow. Oh, my God. This is not the reaction I thought I expected from you. I thought this it's, might be the selling point. This might be the one that, that warms your, your, your bitter black heart. It's still like so it's still extremely steeped in that Bayverse. Is it, though? I mean, it's it's a, pre, it's a prequel, so it doesn't have to be. It's a prequel to the Bay films. But it's and, like a soft reboot almost. I mean, you can kind of hope that it might be but like he's still heavily involved with it like you look at the trailer it's still his visual style it's like seeing the second ninja turtles movie wasn't a technically a michael bay movie it was a michael bay movie we're talking about the new you ones watched, by the way. yeah yeah not the vanilla ice no 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 okay no. just checking you, you don't watch dare besmirch yeah. no too. god no okay. go ninja go ninja go <laughs> um and so it's just like uh, all right, all right. I, if you showed me an entire trailer of the brief little snippets, which I'm sure are just going to be a couple flashback scenes, yeah, then I might get excited. All right, all right, fair enough. But the damage has been done, man. Over, I think five films. Yeah, yeah, five films, and I've watched them all because at some point they come to Netflix, <laughs> and I, I get a little masochistic. You should, you should, you should probably. Stop that. I mean, you know. There's more fun ways to be masochistic than to watch those movies. It <laughs> probably is. But yeah, it's um, the 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 Generation 1 designs look great. It's what I always wanted out of a live action Transformers film. That's why you should be happy. It, it drives me crazy that Bumblebee still doesn't talk. There's no. Wait, I thought John Cena was the voice of Bumblebee. No, he's an actor in the film. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Can I see him? Yes. That it can't be John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's someone else. Yeah. Um, All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Like, I don't... I don't even mind as much the design of the way Bumblebee looks when he's in robot mode. Yeah. Because it's a little closer to kind of the IDW redesigns, which weren't horrible. They look like they're supposed to look. They they have identifiable 
unique appearances yeah. with colors on them. You know, instead of just being giant scrap heaps of, of whatever they were in the Bay movies, because, yeah, anyway, I'm not going to go see this movie, but I got to admit that when I saw the G1 designs, I was like, oh, now yeah. you're coming around. We got to see, like, Optimus, Soundwave, Ravage, Shockwave, um, saw some of the Seekers. Must uh, clarify, their- it's probably not Starscream that we saw. In no. The- no, yeah. it is not. Yeah, um, you give me Starscream, well, and then. But but we did get to see the Seekers, albeit in Jebmo. The Seekers are Starscream, Skywarp, and Thundercracker. Mm-hmm. Um, in Jet Mode, and it's very close to their Cybertronian Jet Modes from the cartoon series. So I'm like, just give me a movie of this, please. Yeah, yeah. So all yeah. right, Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Can't, Moving I on. Mean, <laughs> We'll see what happens. Uh, as f- as might as well stay in the trailer park. Sure, Drew. We got our first uh, Dark Phoenix trailer. Not mind mm-hmm. you, X Men Dark Phoenix. Oh no, no, no! Just Dark Phoenix because we got to start cleaning up that brand, Drew. And the first step to cleaning it up is taking that name off subpar products. Well, here's the thing. That's what I. That's that, that's how I feel about it like that's that would be my if i were kevin feige i'd be on the phone like i don't care what you call it but you don't put x-men don't put don't call however do you know do do, do you really want to know why they did that why it's even dumber than that okay uh because logan because because logan came out and it was just logan and everyone liked it and it was a good movie and the director simon kinberg who also wrote it, who, mind you, and this is going to come back in our discussion here, also wrote The Last Stand, X-Men The Last Stand, as in X-Men The Last Time, the movies were any good was the one before The Last Stand. Yeah. Uh, Logan made money, and the director, writer, Simon Kiberg, said that they wanted to, they wanted to get across the gravity of, this is, this, is, this, is, this is Phoenix's movie that's centered on her. We want to have a very... Uh, you distinct title, and we don't need the X Men to clutter it up. Or it, it's it's a character piece, really. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Logan made money, and someone said we're just going to call it Dark Phoenix. Logan That's made it. money because he made an R-rated Wolverine movie, and it was and it happened. And it was be, good. It happened to be good. Yeah, yeah, it helps. was good. If it's yeah. good, it helps. Trust me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, They're deluding themselves. I saw this yeah. trailer, and I just thought I don't care about any of this. Yeah, it's just like. Uh, they just introduced Jean Grey in the last movie, right? Yeah, and why should I have any in- and Cyclops? And they were of? and they were minor characters, minor. Yeah. So, like, why should I get on board for this? You know, Dark Phoenix movie that I'm supposed to care about? Like, I don't know these characters. Who are these people? Uh, you know, and I, sorry, I'm just gonna. This, go, go, go. And as cool as it is in theory. Go, the, go, Gadget the, Rage. Yeah, no, no. no I, I, dude, I have more apathy than anything about this. I'm just, just going to throw this out there. As cool as it is in theory, to me personally, that they are using a um, TV budget version of the Frank <laughs> Quitely costumes. Yeah. Because I saw the close-ups. They don't look that good. Uh, they, they look kind of crappy, actually. The irony of that is that in the last movie, 
which I also didn't see, by the way. But I saw the pictures. Yeah, miss much. They gave us a version of the 90s costumes that everyone knows and loves. Yeah. Finally, yep. in a movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that movie took place, what, in the 80s? Am I wrong? Yes, 80s. Because uh, all these are still kind yeah. of prequely. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dark Phoenix takes place in the 90s. When those costumes, I'm just, folks, by the way, I'm, I'm like waving my arms around and pointing. And, yep. and this is an audio medium, so you can't even see that. So I'm just going to stop. This movie takes place in the 90s. Yep. When those costumes were like the thing. When you think X-Men, you think of those 90s costumes. This movie takes place in the 90s. This would be the place you want to use those. And the irony of using the Morrison costumes that Frank Quitely designs is that they were a reaction to the first X-Men movie that came out before they got on the book. We have... The, the, the snake is eating its tail, folks. I believe it was Van Halen who once said, here we go round, round, round. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's... I, I was never huge on the, the Quietly costumes. Uh, they, they just didn't do anything for me. It's not that they were like... I didn't think they were horrible. They just didn't do anything for me. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna put them in like uniform costumes, put them in those old yellow and blues that they they all wore for a spell. Well, not for nothing, but Negasonic Teenage Warhead wear, wears something like that yeah. in a Deadpool movie. Yep. Um. Anyway, yeah, that was a silly point, but the movie itself, dude. I I I mean, I can't be the only one. I watched it, and I just thought this looks like the Last Stand warmed over. There, there. You reheated the Last Stand. There hasn't been an X-Men movie that I've been legitimately excited for since since the third one. And then as we know, then I watched the third one and yeah. Like so since then you got, you know, Wolverine Origins. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got First Class. First Which class was, like, was oh, good, okay. but I wasn't like super excited about it beforehand. Yeah, I I was it, like, right. yeah it was like it, <laughs> and he was great in it. Sure, and, you know it. We got a, like a really good Magneto and whatnot, and yeah, and then they just kind of kept getting blah. Mistakes were made. Yeah, like Days of Future Past wasn't awful. Days of Future Past was kind of like a love letter to the series while trying to fix what happened in, in last stand. Yeah. They kind of wanted to wash that one away. Yeah. So, but even, even the execution in that wasn't great. And just the, like apocalypse, Mm. just no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The only reason I forgive Oscar Isaac for that is because he's Poe Dameron. (laughs) I love me some Poe Dameron. Hey, speaking of Oscar Isaac, I watched, um, I watched ex machina, uh, last week too. Yeah. The movie. Yeah. It's pretty good. Good. It's pretty good. Cool. Yeah, he he plays a real jerk in it. All right. Spoilers. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, you know, I feel bad for Alan because Alan is yeah, such yeah, a diehard so X Men fan. Yeah. And like when he like when this trailer came out, he mentions us. He's like, "What do you mean? No, she are no Star Jammers." I'm like, <laughs> we were both kind of had the same reaction. Like, dude, you were never <laughs> getting well, anywhere close. Did you hear the rumor that that Alan- Lalandra is in the movie? And there is some cosmic tie to the Phoenix Force. Sure. But, you know, is that enough to say No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Because you know what it's ultimately going to boil down to? 
X-Men versus Magneto. Yeah, probably. That's what all and, these and films Mystique. turn Don't forget into. Mystique, because, you yes. know, she's important because uh, reasons. Mystique is... Movie Mystique is the equivalent of movie Bumblebee. A minor character who's been elevated to a position that is baffling. A character yeah. that is important to the story, to the franchise, to the lore mm-hmm. of the story. But they're batting, but over, they're batting above their above their average. So far above their average. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. This in wrestling parlance, this is about. It's like this is when you give a push to a mid carter and you put him in the main event, and he's clearly in over his head. Yeah, but you but you keep trying to make it a thing, and everyone's <laughs> like, we don't want this to be a thing. But they keep trying anyway. Yeah. Like the Billy Gunn King of the Ring run. They kept they, they tried to give Billy Gunn that main event push. And it's just <laughs> it, it, no, 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 no. We like Billy Gunn over here. He's he's over here. Down here. <laughs> Not up here. <laughs> no. All right. So yeah, Dark Phoenix. That's the thing, it'll happen. Um It's <laughs> <laughs> a thing, it'll happen. It's okay, a, thank you. <laughs> it's like we can safely say it's a movie. That will happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We cannot promise you anything beyond that. So speaking of movies that will happen, is is what's next what I think it is? Uh, no, because we're staying with trailers. Okay. And that wasn't necessarily a trailer. Fair enough. Um, today, we got a new trailer for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. We did. And Drew, I mean, this movie just looks like it's going to be fun. It looks super fun. Because... We're getting Spider-Ham yes. in a film. I want to call out uh, Dan Larson, who we had on the show, who you can Toy find Galaxy. at Toy Galaxy. Yep. They got great stuff. You should check him out. And he had a tweet today that just spoke volumes <laughs> about where we are in the world right now. He said, we're living in a world where Spider-Ham is about to appear in a feature film, and there is no clear path for Batman or <laughs> Superman. <laughs> 2018, everybody. 2018. So, yeah. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse looks like a lot of fun. The film, the film is visually stunning. The animation style looks fantastic. We're getting classic 616 Spider-Man. Um, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Noir, Spider-Ham, and Spider-Gwen. Yeah. Yeah, if I, I could... I well, could. I guess in the film is called Ghost Spider, which is a much better name than Spider-Gwen. Yeah, it kind of gives away your secret identity when you just Little go by Spider-Gwen. <laughs> Little bit. Hi, I'm Super Clark. How are you? Hi, I'm how you Super Clark. I'm Bat Bruce. Hi, Bat Wayne. How are Bat you? Bat Wayne. I like Bat Bruce better. Fair enough. Bruce Man. I'm Spider Peter. <laughs> I, am, I am Bruce Man. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, it, it looks super fun. Um, the stuff with Miles and his dad. It's, it's like this movie just has. A, it's got a lot of charm, and it shows. Yeah. So that's it's. It looks very very cool. It's. It looks like Sony is going. We've got nothing to lose. Let's just swing for the fences on all of it. Kinda. Yeah. Um, so fun, uh, fun observation and factoid. I wouldn't call this six one six Spidey, but what was pointed out to me, yes, and I saw the trailer. Too. Yeah, do you know what Spidey it is? It's very possibly Tobey Maguire. It's Tobey Maguire Spider Man, which I'm okay with because that character got a raw deal in the third movie. Well, the whole thing got a raw deal in yeah. the third movie, <laughs> but yeah, it's that's pretty neat yeah. that they would you know acknowledge that like. 
that's that's kind of cool. Like it's a cartoon continuation in a way. Yeah. The only thing I wasn't crazy about Peter Parker's voice. I I mean it's not the stereotypical Spider-Man voice. I don't hate it. He sounded a little schlubby, and that's just not how Peter Parker should ever come across. He sounds fine. I guess perfectly serviceable. They could they dude they don't have. Marvel Studios money to be thrown at this thing. It's an animated Spider-Man film. Just get, so, I'm just saying, get a you know, just get a. a they got they got to put money into that Venom movie, Drew. <laughs> I think they should cut their losses on the Venom movie, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> you want to just go there? You want to just go there? Uh, yeah, we can go there. Uh, I guess the uh, the Spider-Man so from one Spider Extreme to the other. Yes, the Into the Spider Verse comes out in theaters this Christmas, I believe. I will definitely. I believe Nicolas Cage is voicing Spider-Man Noir. He is. Yes. I just love I'm the, more of a spider protector. I, I love. <laughs> I love the scene at the end of the trailer where they're trying to hide from the one guy, and they're like all crawling in unison, one side the ceiling to the other, and then the guy in the chair finally notices him. Spider hands like, do animals talk in this dimension? I don't want to freak him out. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's gonna be cool. I I I expect like a lot of surprises, some deep cup Spidey stuff. I hope the film. Japanese Spider Man is in this movie. Spider Man with, with with the with, with the robot and yeah, <laughs> sure. Why not that uh that like uh the comic series Spider Verse was kind of crazy because like there were like deep cuts in there, hmm. like the the old Spider Man animated series. Spider-Man, like the Spider-Man. Ah, that Spider-Man. one, yeah. yeah. He was in the comic series. Spider-Man and Amazing Friends. Spider-Man was in Like any iteration of Spider-Man you could think of made like at least a cameo appearance Neat. in that comic series. It was really cool. Um, so yeah, from one Spider-Extreme to another. Oh, Drew, the first reactions of Venom are out in the world. I'll tell you mine. Nope. Uh, that's a no, glowing review compared to some of the stuff that's being said about this movie. Um, I, uh, the one phrase that immediately pokes out is Catwoman esque levels of badness. Now see, that is very, very damning. <laughs> like, yes. Um, wow. Can that, I mean, I, I, as the resident devil's do cynic, Yes. Even I am like, no, come on. It can't it can't be that bad. It's not like we're going to pay the money to find out. I suppose not. I I mean, I mean, granted it looks it does look just just awful in the previews, but like Catwoman level bad? I mean, that 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 takes real effort. Then again, every time I hear Tom Hardy talk, I think it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Have you um have you are you current on uh, Fat Man on Batman, or as it is Fat now, Man Beyond, Fat Man sir. Beyond. Bite your tongue. I think I am. Like I, because Kevin Smith it's said been he a couple weeks since a new episode. Did I think. I think like last week was the newest episode. Okay. Kevin Smith said he did some stuff for the Venom DVD because they they put the DVDs together like before the before films the wow out. okay. Um, and he was told some of the stuff that happened in the film. Like there's there's your level of cynicism, and then there's my level of hopefulness, and then there's Kevin Smith's level of hopefulness. He loves everything. He he does he does tend to love everything. He doesn't like to crap on stuff, and you know to a point I can get that. And he said like they do something in the the last part of the film that like got him to buy in on the film. 
So they didn't show it to him. They told him about it. I'm just like, I, like, <sighs> it's all Jaws without the shark. Because if you don't have Spider-Man, I don't care. Yeah, I hear you there. I'm with you. Um, I don't know specifics uh, about it, but apparently there is something, something, one of the post credit scenes, because of course they have to have them, um, is apparently, oh my God, but I remember. Which is probably carnage, I had to guess. Like, I just assume carnage at this point. I don't, yeah. like that's, you're not going to blow my mind with that revelation. I thought, I, I knew that the moment you announced Venom. Like, yeah. you're probably going to throw carnage in there. Although we cast Woody Harrelson. He's probably playing Cletus Cassidy. I'm just saying. I wouldn't not not like to see that, though. Like, no, I, that's like the only thing that's like, okay, you have my attention here, yeah. kind of. But the rest, I mean, just, just, just get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Once, once the turd in the wind line got uttered in the trailer, I was like, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm done. It's like that scene in uh, the Robot Chicken Star Wars special where Luke just goes like, look, if you're not going to take this <laughs> yeah, seriously, I'm out of here. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, last week we got, the week before we had a first look at the Joker film, at Joaquin Phoenix and Joker film. Yeah. And last week we got a look at the Joker, air quotes, proper, as we got our first shot of him in the makeup. Now... And some some set footage has come out, too. And a little bit of set footage. So, it's very good chance this is not final form makeup. Mm, I don't know, because I don't know what they're going for here. Yeah. I mean, I think it can go either way, but everything from the neck down is great. I'd say even his general facial structure and demeanor works. I just can't get behind the nose paint, dude. Yeah. That's really all it is for me. Because you know what it is? Basically, they're doing the face paint of one of the masks that thugs wore in the bank robbery scene from Dark Knight. Right. Um, It's a new take. You know what it's not? It's not tattoos and a grill. Fair. Fair. So you know what? It's a step up. It's a step forward. Now, we've been on the record saying this movie's not going to happen, and here it is happening. And it's period, and they're. Tr- I know what they're. I guess you know. I, I I I've heard what they're trying to go for here, like a like a real demented, serious take of him, <laughs> as and opposed to the lighthearted fair we know, had right? with the character recently in film. So I guess I'm. You know, look. By no means am I anticipating this movie, but if you have some new interesting angle on it, I guess I'll pay attention but ultimately all you do with with all you do with the joker the more you do these things with him you take away his aura yeah see also wolverine i'm sorry but you know origin ruined wolverine it it did sorry it did Mm -hmm. and like what we don't know is better than what you're going to come up with and tell me i'm sorry but that's just the way it is mystery adds to the character so now you're giving them like these definitive. His name was Arthur Fleck. A hey, Fleck, get it? Ha ha. Uh, I don't know. I think you you take his power away the, the more you reveal yeah. him. 
Um, I mean, I I would love to see that the movie like ends with the sequence from the Killing Joke. That's the the like origin story. Mm, mm-hmm. Like the whole chase, like Batman shows up at the end of the film, and like not just like not he shows up in a way that he is perceived by the criminal element of Gotham as this creature sure chasing you know arthur through acme chemical factory and getting dumped in the acid and then you we get that classic scene from the killing joke of like him crawling out of the pipe and looking at himself a reflection in the water and then the laughter and then like the holding the head laughter credits sure um, I th- I would like to see that. I'm just like, I don't know about this film. I don't know. Like it's, I've always said you, you put your, your Joker's the storm and you don't make a movie about the storm. You make a movie about dealing with the storm and, and the heroes that you put in the path of the storm. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see where this goes. Well, if you don't like this Joker movie, Carl, I have good news for you. Stop. They're making like three other ones. And apparently, Jared Leto is going to be back in another one. Hopefully, they fix how he looks. Not related to this one, the one we just talked about. Yeah. Because, sure, why not have multiple Joker movies that don't tie together at all? Which is, I mean, Jared Leto's performance was not horrible. It's just the visual, just which even, so even the director admitted was a yeah. step too far. They're like maybe, maybe well, gee, too far. way to way to, think? way to own up now, pal. Um. Okay, so we did have some unfortunate news this week. Um, comic book artist Norm Brayfogle passed away. I believe at way too young an age of 56. I think he either had Parkinson's or Alzheimer's. I can't remember. That is a bummer. Which one? Uh, he is most famous for being the artist on Batman and Detective Comics in the the 90s. I would have to say he's got to be like the 90s Batman artist, right? Yeah, pretty much. He is... Um, He's probably my all-time favorite Batman artist. That's saying, that's saying a lot. Batman artist. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love me some some Neil Adams. Neil Adams is great. I'm a, I'm a Jim Aparo um, guy, but... but... Yeah, he was like... Where, when I really started collecting comics, he was the artist on. Like, one of the first issues of Detective I bought was the first appearance of Scarface, mm-hmm. the character he created, or I believe co-created. Um, he has very distinct style that is very good with action and motion and he will definitely be missed um this is we've lost some significant creative talent over the past month or so from comics uh who was it just died either yesterday or the day before one of the co-creators of judge dread yeah 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 that too uh one of the uh, you know what i'm Folks, I'm honestly, I'm legitimately, I'm really sorry that I didn't write these names down because they've had significant places in comics history. One of the uh, co-creators of Ghost Rider yep. passed away. Um, 
yeah, it's just I'll 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 go back. I'm going to go back and and find out these names so we can we can do a proper uh, next week. Well, so, the bad news is, unfortunately, like a lot of that stuff that is now pulp cut pulp pop culturally uh, relevant. Uh, due to the rise of all this stuff, yeah, those guys were all ma- making it in the '60s and '70s, and and that yeah, time gonna, there's going to be a lot more, a lot more yeah. of these uh, somber soliloquies. Unfortunately, so hopefully we'll get their names right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm just looking at my list here. Uh. So yeah, last thing we got, and this this was like this is older, but we I don't think we covered it on the show. Um. Disney announced that they are pumping the brakes on Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, Bob Iger said himself that having two Star Wars films six months apart was not the best idea. And I, hey, Bob, cheers, buddy. I could have told you that before that. Yeah. So anything from what I understand, like Ryan Johnson's trilogy is still in development. Uh, the trilogy from the guys who do Game of Thrones yeah. is still in development. Anything else is currently on hold. Except the TV show. Well, yeah, TV show. That's, that's, that's going to a Disney streaming service, sure. and so that's that's going to happen. But um, right now, the next thing that's confirmed to be released is going to be um, Episode 9, which will be uh, – December 2019, I believe. Yes, that is correct. Um, See, and you know how this could have been avoided? Push Solo back to this coming Christmas. Yeah. When they had just to, own the holiday, man. You own everything else. Yeah. When, just own Christmas. When they had to move it, I was just, I was very surprised that they moved it up and not back. Um, but yeah, and I mentioned to you before we started that I watched Solo again last night, and it's. It's great. Yeah, it's an enjoyable. It's an good. enjoyable movie. Um, I, see, it's 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 aggravating to me. Like I and we've had this discussion a bunch in the past. Like I am fine with one Star Wars film a year. You, and most of the times, not so much. Um, it's it's aggravating me. Like Solo is looked at as this gigantic failure. I'm like, it didn't make. They're like, oh, it didn't make any money. I'm like, yeah. It didn't make as much money as other films named Star Wars, which yeah. means it made more money than most every other film not named Star Wars. But they, yeah, I know, I know. But you know, but given it was the most expensive Star Wars film to make because you essentially made two movies. Um, yeah. Yep, I hear you. Now you're sad. I'm happy. Good. Pump the brakes. Make Star Wars special. Do it right. Give it the proper respect it deserves. Um, this is a good call, and I'm okay with it. So I mean, now you've got a solid year, in a well over a year now to get the hype machine ready for Episode Nine. Yeah. Like I was, like I said, I was perfectly fine with one Star Wars film a year. Like I'll be the first to admit that Star Wars films six months apart, I, even I don't want that. It's a little tight. Yeah, it's a little little much. Um, but you know, we've got the Disney streaming service is going to launch. They're going to have a live action Star Wars show on that, plus the new animated show. Yeah, which a new trailer came out for it, and it just looks. It's interesting because it does not look like Star Wars a lot. 
Mm. Like the ships in it are very specifically different designs. And it's just, I'm interested to see where they're going to go with it. Like I'm anxious to kind of jump on board with the Disney streaming service because I really want to watch finish Rebels. I watched the first season, but I never got to watch the subsequent seasons because we kind of cut the cord after that. Um, And, but yeah, but I definitely want to see where these two shows are going to go. Um, but yeah, not not as much Star Wars as before. I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, good. good. Yeah. Um. Oh man, there were some there were some legacy films I was interested in. That. Like I was really kind of hoping they were going to do an Obi Wan Kenobi legacy film. And I'm good. See, I'm all good. See what happens with that. Um. I think that does it for us. Really? That's. I mean, it was a lot, but yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> I felt like there um, might be more. Yeah, I think so. Okay, let me cool. just double check the uh, the webs really quickly. Did we talk about at the la- on our last uh, episode? We might have, and I, I'm forgetting because you know I do forget things. Uh, the Watchmen uh, TV show announcement? No, we did not. Oh, yeah. So Drew. Yeah. They made an announcement about the Watchmen TV show. Okay, so I went from, like, cautiously optimistic to this show. Like, you know, I'm willing to give it... The, I I said before they before Lindelof even said what they were doing, that the best thing you could do is to, is to come at it with a new angle, a new interpretation, a new version of it. Don't just adapt it verbatim because that's risky and probably not worth your time. And then, you know, we find out that it's like a backdoor sequel to the comic book. Okay, interesting angle. Good. So I'm cautiously optimistic. Then they go and totally find a way to make me absolutely positively excited about the show. Uh, It will be scored by uh, none other than Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, better known as Nine Inch Nails. Granted, they will not be billed as Nine Inch Nails scoring the show, uh, Trent and Atticus have done the social network, uh, yeah. uh, Girl Dragon Tattoo, I think they did, um, Gone Girl, uh, uh, several other movies, um, the Vietnam War documentary, and, you know, basically the amazing, amazing, amazing work. I'm a huge Nine Inch Nails fan, and I love uh, the more atmospheric, soundtracky stuff, too. So, to me... Having them involved scoring this is like instant, okay, you have my attention. Because if you have Trent's attention, it's probably worth checking yeah. out. So, yeah. Let, just just give it to me now. <laughs> I'm, ve- I'm very curious. I cannot wait to listen to that. Um, especially, I say this as someone who's going to see Nine Inch Nails in about uh, 11 days. So, cool. get hype. I'm very, 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 very hype for that show. Nice. Oh, so hype. <laughs> All right. Uh, that just about does it for us here. All right. This, this news edition of The Devil's Due. All the news. The Cobra Island 3.0 studio. It'll be a little spiffier next time you're down here, I promise. Spiffy. Um, okay, folks, if you would like to reach out to us and communicate to the show, have questions and comments read on the show, you can do so at the following locations. You can go to Twitter and follow us at Devil's Do Pod. You can go to Facebook.com 
slash devils do pod and like our page. You can email us at the devils do pod, or you can find all these resources available to you on our website, the devils do podcast.com drew. That being said, any closing statements? Uh, no, no, no. What do you think? What do you think of the new, the new arrangement here? I like it. All right. It's good. Okay. It's going to get, it's going to get better. Promise. Beginning of something grand. I hope. Let's hope. Cool. All right. All right, folks. Thank you for joining us. See you next week. Till then, court. Court.